Sorry, I'm trying to find it. I'm no, you're <laughs> good. <laughs> Sometimes it hides. It does. Is it the intro? That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it says intro. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. You're, you're good. You're great. <laughs> you're doing perfect. Oh, you have to click the button. That's the wrong. One. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The, oh, the, shit. <laughs> this is the best ever. This is staying in. No, this oh, is, yeah. This is, oh, yeah. I, I encourage it. Yeah. There's a button that makes what? it switch from just in your brain holes to everyone's brain holes. What the fuck is this called? On the intro. There's. I clicked intro and then that started playing. Nothing started playing, babe. You gotta <laughs> click the other button. <laughs> There's a button Wait. next to those on the bottom right that's like preview. You gotta uncheck the preview. Oh shit! It hit live. Okay, I'm yeah, trying. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry. You're that's, good. No, it's, it's good. We we have all learned Work that up. one the Get hard down. way. Oh, yeah. no, no worries. <laughs> At least we're fucking recording. <laughs> I'm just gonna put my shame on full display. <laughs> Hello and welcome to an always epic another episode of the Book Wars Pod, episode one sixty eight to be specific. Jesus Christ! Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nailed it. You can hear we are doing great uh-huh. in terms of being with it today, um, but we're really just giddy because we have a very exciting new announcement um if you listened to our last episode which was the wrap-up of queen's hope you heard us joined by twitter and rogue pod's own ashton and we're very excited to say that ash is going to be joining us as our new producer and member of the pod Yay. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah there it is airhorn yourself man (laughs) that sounds like a threat (laughs) it kind of was listen if if this podcast isn't a threat i don't know what it is you're not wrong something to be fair you made the sound effect first and my brain association was like click the button click the button button." (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah It's big sure. Pavlovian response. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Nice. Mm-hmm. I got you. Um, Hello. So... I'm Ash. <laughs> I'll be here failing at the soundboard. <laughs> Ash is doing great. Tell Ash he's doing great. Everybody go on Twitter and tell Ash at Ash Jeffies, who we will tag when this comes out, freak you out. that he's doing great. <laughs> it's all right. Only like two people are going to tell you because only like two people listen. It's fine. It's all, it's all casual. It's, fine. Um, it's still too many. It's it's yeah, that's they made choices. Oh my god. Kristen's um, father in law came up to me the other day oh and no. said that sometimes he will like no. listen no. to just a little bit just to hear no, our voices no. and like us having fun. And I was like, Why? What? I was several drinks in, like I don't understand what's happening. I Yeah, my mom did that for a while. Oh my yeah. god. Old people are wild. <laughs> That's all right. That's great. That's how my dad found out I was asexual. It was because he was listening to an episode of Rogue Podger. Oh, really? The first 30 seconds I made a joke about being asexual. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> made that process super easy yeah, for me. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to have that conversation <laughs> later. Yeah, it's true. It's Somebody true. ripped You're that good. band-aid off for you. <laughs> you didn't even know it was coming. <laughs> and that someone was still somehow you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> still you, actually. All righty. Well. What are we all drinking? Ash, I'll let you go first as the no, uh, uh, I was going to say guest of honor, but you're no longer a guest as the podcaster of honor today. I'm drinking a nice, delicious, uh, locally brewed and sourced water. Hell yeah. Love that. Nice. 
Yes, yes. Hydration is important. That's what they say. That's true. Kate, what about you? Um, I have... So, Odell Brewing has their special edition of their Sipping Pretty Sours. This is Sipping Tropical with their... It has a... I'll take a picture for you, Burb, for the Instagram. He has a cute little oh. sloth on it. Oh, um, that's fine. I know, but this one has pineapple, passion fruit, tangerine, and a touch of Himalayan pink sea salt. So, Ooh! You know. <laughs> so love some Himalayan pink good. sea salt. Same. We, we, love, we also love the pineapple, whites do. passion fruit, it's... and the other things you said. Yeah, has passion fruit on here is two words, though, which is like irking me, because I'm like, passion fruit is one word, and nobody copied it this, but that's a me problem. Anyway, Maybe it's just a fruit of passion. It's not. <laughs> I don't. Let's not go there. I don't want to think about what a fruit of passion is, TBH. So. Yuck. Yuck. I think we'll leave that for our listeners to decide. Okay, wow. Or what, you, what you got going on over there? I made myself a little drink. It's ostensibly a whiskey sour. Ostensibly. What is it in reality? It's like a whiskey sour. I don't know. I just like... <laughs> you seemed very skeptical of your drink's identity. <laughs> I mean, She's who among us? Out, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Who among us hasn't dumped shit in a gra- in a glass and called it a cocktail? Like, I listen. I have some simple syrup. I have whiskey, and I have lime, and that's close. That's, that's three things. All right. That's, that's a that cocktail, is officially man. a cocktail. All right. Well, I am drinking scotch today. I opened a new bottle that I bought. In an is ill-advised cloying? spending spree. No, it is the opposite of cloying because it's scotch, which means it's not bourbon. Bourbon is cloying. Oh. He my long, my my well, cloying. my well-known opinions on bourbon. Uh, oh, Ash, if you are not aware, <laughs> I am. I am. I am anti-bourbon. I find it too sweet Ooh. and and as Burb said, cloying. He loves that word. To describe it, there's there's it's a great word to describe it. Um, anyway, this is, is the opposite. Though. This is the opposite of cloying because it is uh, extremely peaty. Um, it is appropriately called the peat monster from Compass Box, and it does live up to the name. When the fuck did you buy that? When your friends were here. Oh, uh, you just. Like, <laughs> last time we went to Hazel's. Okay, now I remember you like. Shout snuck, out to Hazel's in Boulder. Yes, you snuck up to, to the fucking Scotch section and the fucking giant ass liquor warehouse that the, that's in Boulder. It's like so large. It is such a large. Of course, it'd be a giant ass liquor store. It's fine. I know in Colorado, yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, here in Texas, it's like you can buy beer or beer. That's Mm -hmm. (laughs) sounds right. You can get Lone Star or Shinerbach, though. I hear. Ooh, options. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's as one would expect from the name, extremely smoky. Um, not a whole lot else going on. It's tasty. Chris, you haven't actually said what the book is. Yeah, because we were talking about drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we're ready to talk about the book. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, we are today starting The Rising, the High Republic, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Uh, this is continuing along with phase one of The High Republic. This was the second adult novel. Um, after we read the whole wave one a little bit ago. Uh, and for this book, we are encouraging folks to celebrate Pride Month by giving to the PRISM Foundation. The PRISM Foundation is dedicated to exploring critical issues that affect the Asian and Pacific Islander LGBTQIA community and supporting innovative programs and individuals seeking solutions to those issues. Uh, they provide academic scholarships to non-traditional API LGBTQIA plus students and core funding to under-resourced and underrepresented local community organizations and projects. So you can learn more about them and donate at theprismfoundation.org. And I heard myself saying it and gotten confused. It is prism like a crystal, not prison. <laughs> we are not telling you. Yeah, that's a real weird thing. For, we are not uh, telling you pride. to donate to prisons. This Give is... your money. Donate to the prison industrial complex. <laughs> yes. Pride they oh, need... Yeah. What's that? What's the thing? Uh, I always have an issue with the prison industrial complex. That's why this Pride Month I'm teaming up. Oh yeah, that meme. <laughs> God, stop it. 
Um, yeah, celebrating Pride <laughs> slash we had like 1,000 recording snafus in May, so we missed API Pride Month. So we're we're doing it. Did we really not record for the whole month? Um, we either didn't record or we were like having like holdover what? situations from like continuing books. And, mm. So you know, classic, classic that us. Right. Yeah, that so. sounds right. Anyway. All right. Well, let's remedy that right now by diving in to The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Happy, happy Pride. Happy <laughs> happy Pride. Let's read about the Nile, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that's not. That's not I was cool. going in for like the diving in part, but okay. Okay. Well. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is so far off the rails. Fuck me. Oh, my All God. Right. Um, so we need to answer... Kristen's favorite qu- question. It, it will remain Kristen's favorite question. We will. Well, we'll have forever. to send her this clip of us answering this, just so she can be aware. She doesn't give a fuck. Uh, but... <laughs> when and where are we in She's this so book? Pregnant. She doesn't care. <laughs> uh, we so are in like, the High Republic. It's true. Um, That's a time and a place. It appears to be one year after the Legacy Run disaster. Thereabouts, Accor- yeah. Yeah, according to context clues, <laughs> they saying it was say a year. There, I think. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> saying, saying it's a year later, so that's cool. Um, we're about to have like. I would a- say that's more than a context clue. Shut. The I would f- say that's pretty explicit. Shut the fuck up. Reading is hard, <laughs> but also fundamental. Listen, at least I read a thing as opposed to Chris, who, as we know, does not know how to read, <laughs> even though he reads things twice. Um. So yeah, we're about to have like a World's Fair, Galaxy's Fair thing in the Outer Rim. Um, but there's shenanigans going on as per usual. Um, what with the Nile popping in and breaking things. Fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. Attacking some really big ship. As they do, yeah. There's a lot of places here. I don't know. Yeah, so we're we're split between several locations. Um, first and foremost, we've got Good old Elzar on Valo in the Outer Rim. Oh my god. Elzar is, how do we say, a fuck up. <laughs> um, he is the saddest sack of a man. I just don't, I just, I can't, he's just, I don't, I don't, I, I don't really know what to say about him. He's just, he makes me sad and he also makes me want to beat him. <laughs> Bad dreams, poor choices. I know, I know. He's just there just being like, I'm sad because I can't, because my best friend rejected me. So now I'm just going to go go somewhere else and make bad decisions. And I'm like, please don't, please. My my best friend who is also in this situation where we don't do we that don't. sort of thing. We don't, we don't. Mm-hmm. Unless, we don't. like, we obviously do. Um, yeah, but, well, but Qui-Gon we definitely fucked Shmi. But... <laughs> this is my favorite piece of fanon, honestly. Qui-Gon did fuck someone, though. Is that your head cannon? <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure Qui-Gon okay. cannon fucked someone, though. We don't know who, but it was mentioned in... What was that uh, Claudia Gray book? The one with Master the and Master, Master and Apprentice. Apprentice. I remembered a book. I'm proud of you, babe. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Burb. Thank you. Uh, I'd read that fanfic, honestly. It Definitely. exists. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I'm sure that's out there. <laughs> I, yeah, it it exists. I've so that's what. As... So that's what sad boy Elzars do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ash. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say I was the person that read Obi Wan Padme fic as a child. So that's not that far out of the realm of yep. <laughs> yeah. my taste. I hear it. I hear it. Better yep. better pairing than Padme and Anakin. Am I right? Oh hey, my god. god. I was legitimate. All right, this is an aside. I'm sorry. This is this is just this is just me off the rails. I'm pod. sorry. This is this is on this is on track. Pod. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I was at a conference this weekend. Um, about like anyway, about, I was at a writing conference this past weekend, and one of or the weekend before. Time is a flat circle. Anyway, um, it was it was just like one of the sessions was just like dissecting like ships and all this other sort of thing, which is fine. And also uh, like one of the ones, like, she's like, all right, examples of the ships that don't work immediately pops on the screen, Anakin and Padme. And the way I was yelling <laughs> was, was loud. <laughs> it was, we just read a whole book about it. I, actually. Yeah. And you know what? The author didn't like it either. And I could tell, cause I read the book. <laughs> 
Um, so that's what Sad Boy Elzar is doing. Um, we also see other Sad Boy Bell, um, Bell Zadafar, who we met in uh, Light of the Jedi last time we soft, visited soft the High Republic. I know. I was so happy to see him, and then he gets impaled by a fucking space harpoon like you do. Love to get impaled. Mm -hmm. I think it was a regular harpoon. They just also have those in space. If it's in space, it's a space space harpoon. harpoon. Mm, Yeah, it's the rule. I'll allow it. Them's the rules. (laughs) Um, And they are in the mid-rim on Cyclor, or in the Cyclor shipyards, looking at this, this cool new boat that they're making. <laughs> Big boat. Yes. Um, you know, very creatively named the Innovator. <laughs> How Thanks. else will people know that it's a new thing in the world oh of boat building? Fucking God. And galactic. Good. Boats harder than any boat before. Boat <laughs> Scientific boat building, to be specific. Yeah, it's not some nerd-ass boat building. And then we also have groups of people on uh the coruscant dawn do, do we know where that's going did they say i thought it's they were going to going to f- yeah okay yeah. good i just wanted to make sure um yeah so the chancellor's on there uh stellan is on there at the third the third leg of the you know, the third wheel of the avar elzar <laughs> oh uh padawan bad decisions fest he doesn't get to be a main part because his name doesn't rhyme it's true <laughs> <laughs> they were like, if your name was Stellar, why, we could make it a three way, but unfortunately. That's why nobody's trying to fuck him. <laughs> Except everybody in the galaxy is trying to fuck him. Except it's literally very everyone's funny. trying to fuck him. <laughs> everybody so I'm, else. <laughs> I'm we'll we'll come back to this throughout the book, but I'm very excited that we are uh finally meeting Stellan because my hot take on the High Republic is I fucking hate Stellan Geos. <clears throat> Sick. So does Elzar. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more, but he is—he's very popular on Twitter among the youths, the High Republic youths. Uh, and I am—I am, I am anti-Stellan. Is it because well, of him or because of the youths? Oh, it's because of him. Okay. Because you couldn't tell that he was a pompous asshole from reading him being a pompous like, asshole. <laughs> he's like yeah. if you take the most boring reading of Obi Wan Kenobi and shove that stick a foot further up his ass. Okay. That's okay. That's good. Thank you. Paint a picture. I know. <laughs> it sure do. Alrighty then. <laughs> oh, also we have this I wanna see how this lady person, former Jedi uh oh, does yeah. things. Oh, we've the got one who's Ty Yorick. The fucking plants. Yeah, from that other book, demon plants. Yeah, the, I totally the drain gear and I'm like, I've played AC Valhalla too. <laughs> I Dude, I don't like in light of all the listen, I, I was reading the book and Bell got impaled and I was in such emotional distress. I totally <laughs> forgot about this other lady <laughs> who appears to be a former Jedi of some sort, being as she has a lightsaber and is some bad mems. Her, her, her training. Yeah, I know. It's, it's almost like the Jedi fuck you up. <laughs> what? Seems bad. Um, and then finally, we've got Ice Hell. <laughs> I forgot the name of this planet. I put I Ice honestly, It's something with a G. <laughs> yes. I, it, it was like Golamarin, but I don't know if that's the planet or just the region that they're that's in. That's the region. Yeah. I, I don't know the name of the planet either. And furthermore, Hot it doesn't twist, matter. Hot Twist, it's Hoth. It kind of is, but it's not because God forbid, you know, we have. So non, non-spoiler, spoiler, we're never coming back here again. So cool. Like I figured. We you, we don't like a need one-time to worry. Thing. Definitely felt like a level in Jedi Survivor though with the fucking furry tentacle motherfucker. Which like, oh my god, oh my god, what a horrible combination of attributes to have as <laughs> you know one of God's creatures. Sharp. There is no God here. There is no God. Who there doesn't is... love a furry tentacle? There is no God. There is only fuzzy octopus. <laughs> That can slice you with the furry tentacle. Kate, you're no fewer than five fuzzy octopuses in the other room. Take offense at this. Listen. That's a different cuter. situation. They're much cuter, okay? They are. It's <laughs> they true. are round and they have happy little faces. It's true. 
or squishy. It's Maybe I don't think the this fuzzy fucker octopus was, was smiling before everyone came in and disturbed his I slumber. I I hate that you said that. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe he's like UK. Maybe he just doesn't like being woken up. Okay. <laughs> if you had tentacles, you would have lashed out with them when uh, I woke yeah, you up that's, occasionally. That's, that's fair. Also, you know, when you have a fucking giant angry chicken stabbing you with its knives, I I feel like that's. <laughs> not a good time yeah i don't he's know why I, you with... I don't know why i pictured this as being a chicken i feel like he's more of a parrot thing but like he's a chicken i pictured him he's as nice. being like round yes somehow he seems stout <laughs> yeah <laughs> like round it. and blue yes like a dark blue though with like some black feathers too yes well um let me see if there's any fully functional hands of tie Listen, I will take Burb's word for it because she is Burb. <laughs> I was deeply offended so... by parts of this book, actually. <laughs> Mainly <clears throat> the avian sacrifice. Oh my god. Please help. That was um, fucked. So according to Wook, he kind of looks like that Muppet that's a bald eagle. What the damn hell are you talking about? I know, I know what he's talking about. I don't. What? The one that looks like Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. The one, yes, he's a meme. Exactly. Oh, Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle. Sam That's the cool. Eagle. Thank you. Thank, I should have. it up for me, actually. Here, Kate. Here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, he looks okay, like okay, if okay, Sam okay, the okay. Eagle had knives. Yeah. And knives for hands. Weird <laughs> pig feet. That's yeah. kind of weird. Like he you... doesn't have talons on his feet. That's, That's what's this much called? Taller tie? T A L O R. Okay. Okay. Just proving that you're only so far away from a Muppet with every single character design <laughs> you create. God knows that's true. It's true. Like, eventually you will just reach a Muppet. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh my god, I love It's like this. how Earth animals will eventually just be crabs. It's true. That also <laughs> that's the last to... step of evolutionary. It We're is! We're meant to the sea. Um, crab Muppets. Crab yep, Muppets. Crab yep. Muppets. There it is. That's the Galactic Overlords. Um, Fuck me. Speaking oh of Galactic Overlords, let's go back to the other galaxy where, and I quote from the outline, everyone is doing weird capital W TM. <laughs> Listen, okay, so we're, we're catching up with a whole lot of characters that we saw um, in the previous adult novel. And yeah, so we already talked about Elzar because honestly, that's all there is to say about El- Elzar at this time. He's just real sad inside and real horny. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So um, we've got we've got the Nile. Markian Rowe is uh, is in ice hell, trying to dig up some like I don't even know what is going on at this point. He just like he you're brings, not supposed to. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I figured, but like he brings I he brings. They- he brings knife chicken into some ice cave, and then he like like accidentally gets on four shrooms. The chicken, I mean, and then he gets dead. <laughs> no, I think that's what he's there. He's in the ice hell to watch the knife chicken <laughs> die of four shrooms. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that's what's happening. That and was like. I- Gotta say, as a guy who has never read any of the High Republic <laughs> books, y'all are painting a picture. <laughs> I mean, there's listen. Sam the Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not four shrooms. It's like painful four sh- Like right. Well, yeah, it's like it's a bad trip. It's, to that's be a bad sure. trip. It he's, is. He's he's not happy. He's not pleased. No, like um, he's dead. Yeah. It, it, in yeah. fact. No, he got no. Like Markin just straight curb stomped him at the end there. I was just like, "Oh, that's yeah, terrible!" He did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Fucking Tower Tie History X. <laughs> I don't know. Like I really it. liked it when he was like ready to die already, and I was like, "That's fair. He gets eaten by the the furry tentacle monster. That's like a good way to go." And Is then, it? That seems like it's the better, objectively it's worst space, way to go. It seems better than space rooms and then getting. <laughs> force curb stomped <laughs> on an ice planet <laughs> you know honestly i'm not i'm not sure that i agree with that i 
I think both of these are bad options, and <laughs> I would like to leave. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh my God. But yeah, so Markian went to go visit his great-great-grand cousin or something. Some yes. creepy and, cult lady. And pick up some weird creepy cult shit. I do I am I I, I do love reading about a cult, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> how do we know it's a cult, you ask? Because they said, Have you been doing the rituals? There is only <laughs> one group of people in any galaxy that puts words together in that order. <laughs> God damn it. He loves um, cult shit. Always cult shit. Always. Um, and then we have poor Belle who has been impaled. Um, oh, he got right in the, right in the I belly. I know. So he's just sad. He's like, it's a year later since, you know, Loden, Great Storm, his previous master, ostensibly died. Actually, he just got captured by the Nile, but they don't know that. And, you know, Belle still has feelings about it because he's just, you know, he's just there like, he's Dad. a soft boy. Yeah, he just wants to do reading and stuff. No, no. Just, or is that the other? Is that the other, the other boy? You're thinking about Reeth. That's the other sad boy. That's that's white. Okay. Sad I was boy. like, there's a lot yeah. of sad padawans here. I know. I, there really are. There's so many, and they're all like, I don't know. They're playing fucking like master musical chairs out here because they, they everyone keeps fucking dying. So you know, good shit. I don't know. He's got a good dog. He's got that going for him. He does. He does have a good dog. Even um, while he's impaled. It's true. Um, and then we have the mystery maybe was a Jedi lady who is fighting the angry planes. And that is our setup, really. Yeah. Um, one thing I forgot to put on this outline that I just, just popped into my head since we're talking about how Stellan sucks is the um, junior reporter who's following him around and is um, trying to, you know, give, like, whatever hollow net viewers or whatever like inside access into the setup for this um you know this fair that they're having on Valo and um we've seen certainly like lots of stuff about just like politics and even um you know the way that the media influences that um in some some other books uh but I don't know there was something a lot more invasive i guess about this one like instead of just reading headlines like she was like there's a reporter just right there standing in the corner just like furiously taking notes as people are like having fights about stupid shit <laughs> yeah with the the droid it's giving the expanse season three first of fox second of fox like she just she's like no it's cool i can just like walk into the the room where the chancellor's taking a call i'll turn the sound off if my droid keeps recording and there's something sensitive happening <laughs> and everyone's just like yeah that seems legit let's go it was not legit <laughs> it was not legit but the, the chancellor was like yeah fucking do it <laughs> she was in i mean it was her idea so that makes it was but sense. Like, i feel like this is gonna uh, wind up being a terrible idea and everybody's just gonna be like Wow, this is a shit show. <laughs> so everyone, everyone else is like, "Nah, don't do this, babe." And she's like, "No, I know, I know." Yeah, she she likes to do that. She's she like she loves a big splash. This is just something we learned about her in the last book as well. In Light of the Jedi, she takes big swings, and a lot of them have worked out for her. You know, they have Starlight Beacon. They have now this the the innovator and the Republic Fair that's about to happen. Something uh, bad's gonna go down at that Republic Fair, my guy. I don't know. Nothing bad ever happens in Star Wars, Miranda. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Um, but yeah, she very much follows her gut, even when it doesn't always go with uh the advice that she's given. And we're gonna see it worked out for her in book one. We'll see if it works out for her in book two. I do love that, like, to go with that, there's a whole, like, couple paragraphs. I think it's from the third person, um, but the the reporter's kind of point of view, where it's like, 
She's normally very flamboyant in her dress, like Padme before her time. She's like, <laughs> she's wearing something basic, but she's got this huge, like, brooch situation. I know. I would say, I love this. <laughs> please, 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 somebody draw out all the outfits that Lena So has ever worn. Thank you. And, and then Photoshop Stellan into them. Into the outfits or into the pictures? Into the outfits. Okay. I'm upset now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd look great, like when, like when no. people did the, the one of Kylo Ren. No, if he had taken after. No, <laughs> no, 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 but no. Instead. <laughs> oh my god, this, <clears throat> this is troubling. Thank you for that. You um, got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like this is a. I feel like this is another thing we're gonna be talking about throughout the book, but just like the. We are seeing the evolution of the Jedi Order going to going to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Sorry, what the fuck is going on in this outline? All I saw was Teela Tequila. What's going okay, on? Okay, thank you because I also keep reading it as Teela Tequila. It's okay. just like Teela Tequila. It... Listen, oh they're God. both they're both Nazis. It's fine. Oh, they're geez. both the worst. Oh my God! What's going? All right, somebody. Some... Somebody else talked about that. Man, remember when Trump was inaugurated and all those white supremacists got kicked out of the Cheesecake Factory and it was all these white supremacists and Teela Tequila? I remember. What a I, weird time. I, weird shit happens know, in D.C., y'all. I, I was in Portland for that. Yeah. You didn't, fuck this. you didn't miss a lot. I'm leaving. Man, imagine getting kicked out of the Cheesecake Factory, though. It's a low. It's a low point. Y'all are painting such a picture of the High Republic for me. (laughs) Listen, Elzar has absolutely been kicked out of a cheesecake factory. Let's get one thing fucking straight right now. He got cut off at the bar and then he wouldn't leave. That's that's Elzar. Give me more cheesecake. This coupon said unlimited cheesecake. Oh Sorry, Kate was waving at me to talk as I was taking a sip of my scotch. Thanks. Um, Always got my back. But yeah, so we do, and and this is kind of like one of the major on like uh, themes running through the High Republic is how do the Jedi start, and how do they get to the Skywalker saga? And I think in the first book, they were very, they were not very military. They were very uncomfortable in that role, and they were like. Some they like they were asked for help in response to the, like the emergencies, and they were like, "Oh, okay, I guess." And they were like, "I don't know, that feels kind of weird." And I mean, but they were they were generally like because the reason they had all those outposts like throughout the outer rim, in addition to like dealing with the Republic expansion and all that, is you know, general. Hey, this family is getting kidnapped. Let's go help them and be good Jedi and I don't know. That's true. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. It does feel like they're less of a militant. Like they're more of like they they do fetch quests. They don't do like police, you know? <laughs> I see I I don't I don't necessarily agree with that because I feel like at the point where they're like, all right, we need we like the Chancellor's bike saying we need Jedi posted here and here and we need them to handle um you know other politicians and all that other stuff like that's that's a role that's changing like that's 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 like asking them to be bodyguards rent-a-cops yeah exactly oh yeah yeah, no that's i mean my point is that's new it doesn't seem like it's a role that they're comfortable filling right but like what you what you said on the outline was (laughs) like it was that you didn't agree with me saying that they're turning into cops (laughs) Um, did you, okay, so I may have misinterpreted what you said. Did you mean being treated more like cops than last book or than in Phantom Menace? Than last book. Okay. What the fuck? Listen, I want to read everybody the outline and you can decide (laughs) what your interpretation of this would be. Point. Evolution from the Jedi Order of the High Republic to the order we see in the Phantom Menace. Subpoint. Being treated more like cops. More is a relative term. I went with the two options <laughs> that were listed in the previous point. 
Okay. I, I don't think you're wrong about that, but I did pick up on Kate's original intent somehow, despite famously having no reading comprehension. <laughs> Chris, fuck you. I stand by it. Fuck you. Stand uh, by I, it. I, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I, I stand by. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I, at the point where like, I mean, pe- pe- peacekeepers is a glorified word for just like mercenaries, really, yeah. at, at, at the end of the day. I mean... When the U.S. sends in peacekeepers, we all know what the fuck is going on there. So, um, oh, I have that meme. I have that meme. Yes, it's, that doesn't help on an audio medium. Thanks. It doesn't. But I will send right. it. To I the can group. see you, and it doesn't help. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna send it. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's our, it, it's, it, it, it begins. Yeah, but it's and... also the. The nature of the peacekeeping is changing too, right? Like before mm. it was, hey, um, this family's getting kidnapped. What is There's this voice? Some... As we were talking about Muppets. <laughs> this is a Muppet voice, I guess. The but then it's like, on? oh, so by the way, um, these like evil space bandits might come kill us all. Can you just deal with that? Please. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Right. You versus... said no, but I assume that's a yes. Yep. Like versus, can you babysit these politicians for me? Can you make sure that if pirates show up, you fucking stab them? Okay, thanks. Little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I guess you can kind of see how it becomes like a slippery slope, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the second you start interacting with the the Senate, the politics, the second you become in, entwined into them, and that kind of yes. leads to the Phantom Menace. Coming and from right. a person who has never read this book and has no idea yeah. anything it's, about the High Republic, but that's exactly wrong. what happened. Well, cursory so. read on it, because <laughs> yeah. like you know, thinking about this, like when Bell is half dead. And, like, he's just kind of getting by on the force. He's like, it's bad to kill people. We are not taught to kill people. We only defend. But, like, I mean, I have to do this. And, like, he blows up the the Nile ship. By the time we get to Phantom Menace, they're like, we, we're not supposed to kill people, like, while murdering people. Yeah. It's like, I'm <laughs> having a bad time while they cut people down with their lightsabers. Yes. <laughs> This is where the fun begins. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, and you know, when we have that moment where Tila Tequila says Stop. that. Stop. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, my fucking God. Where Senator Tia Toon. Uh, Which is just uh, as bad, frankly. The, the distinguished senator from Toontown. Fucking A. Um, when he says, like, and who's fighting the Nile? The Jedi. And who are we relying on for... Uh, protection at the fair, the Jedi. Like, it's a big like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing meme. You know, yeah. like it's like I see what's happening here. Yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> you know, they're like they're painting him to be the bad guy, and he's like, sure, he's like you know super antagonistic, and he's definitely baiting people when he like barges into this room right in front of the fuck, right in front of the TV camera just to start a fight. But also, I'm just like. But you're, but you're not, but you're not wrong to like you can't just like let's let's adopt the Jedi as our military that will go very well during the Clone Wars. La 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 la. Well, technically, it could get a whole other military during the Clone Wars. Yeah, but quite that, famously. Frankly, that's because there weren't enough. Well, they had to use them because there weren't enough Jedi. So. Well, and because, I mean, they all died. At the I end. don't know if it's a spoiler to say that the Jedi not Tia the clones. Toon, well, no, Tia Toon is wanting to establish a standing military, and the Republic doesn't have a standing military right. at the time of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, right. So, I don't know if that's counts as spoilers or what. I guess they could get one and then lose it. It's like 200 years, but still. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, I feel, I feel like that's pretty doubtful. Fair enough. I keep forgetting it's only 200 years before. Yes. I feel like it should be longer still, but we know that. We've covered it's that only before. Two hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Surprise! Nope. It does. I don't know why I thought it was the whole old Republic. Yeah, no, I... yeah. If you, I think they like Republic. they put out a timeline that was like the old Republic is before the High Republic, and then yeah, time. <laughs> it's it before on. the Dead Republic is before the New Republic is before the newly dead Republic. Great, thank you. <laughs> 
fucking a um, the fresh republic the fresh republic, the fresh republic. <laughs> um I had something for this. Um, so one other aspect of the Jedi that I think we're going to be continuing to talk a lot about, and we talked a lot about last time too, is kind of rigidity in their philosophies. Mm-hmm. So I one thing that like kind of set off a red flag for me right at the beginning is like that first chapter where we get where we're where we re meeting Bell and um, Indira Stokes who has taken on his padawan ship i don't fucking know um and she's and he's there and he's like being emo because he misses dad which like i get that and she's like don't be sad he's with the force now you have to get over it and i'm like yeah i'll just you know turn that off with the with the with the with the happy sad switch i've got in my brain because that's how that works like they all have that i know big uh christians telling you they're in a better place now after you're right that's exactly how i felt oh my gosh i i actually i actually really disagree with that reading of it um i because to me and i feel like i'm judging against the measuring stick of Anakin telling Yoda someone I care about is going to die and Yoda being like that's good don't miss them bitch <laughs> like <laughs> okay but that's literally like how I read this oh that's so not how oh, I read this oh no I didn't I didn't get that like it seemed actually very caring the way that um yeah Adira because she was was like talking through it cuz it, it was a way of like coping with losing somebody but not like a turn it off you simple bitch yeah like to me it felt very therapeutic and also acknowledging that the jedi do love like loden was a father figure to bell and she uses the word she says explicitly it's hard to lose someone you love and the jedi do love like we we are not without our own attachments the difference is we need to be able to set those attachments aside and so the way that we do that is by thinking about you know what they meant to us and thinking about how they're part of the force and all these different things so like maybe it's just a quirk of where we drop back into the story with the with these characters um but it feels like it the play the the fact that this conversation is coming like a year after Bell loses Loden, it like it felt to me like putting a timeline on his grief. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting reading. That's not what I got from it at all. That's yeah. And I'm like maybe and again, like maybe that's just just because this conversation needed to happen and this was the book it had to happen in. Um, but that's that it it felt to me like eh, it's been a year. We got shit to do stop fucking crying <laughs> yeah to me it was i instead of that i got like indira being like i miss him too because she was stationed with them on alfrona and being like like almost like a this is how i'm doing it like and it's and it's difficult because we do love and we have these strong emotions but what we do need to do and this part is rigid is we need to be able to set that aside because that is what separates us from the dark side is the ability to set that aside. And so I think maybe, I don't know. I'm going to be interested. We're obviously not done with bell. Um, we, we He's saw alive. him get into the back to tank. Once you, once you're, once you're in back to you're alive. I was going to say so, like they put him in the dunk tank. He good. Yeah. So <laughs> Thank like, God they have those dunk take. I know that's, that's that. I, is, I don't think is a spoiler for, for where we're at, but yeah. like, we're going to get a lot more of, of bell yeah. and how he interacts both with, uh, Indira and with other people as well, talking about Loden. Um, well, but yeah, that's very just still alive too. They just don't know it. This is true. <laughs> he true. is he is a hostage at this prisoner, I guess. Yes. At this point of Marky and Roe and the Nile. Can you imagine being trapped with that crazy motherfucker on his boat <laughs> for a whole fucking year? That sounds like a bad time. Can you imagine being trapped with him and all the crazy motherfuckers he has living with him? <laughs> yeah you're not can you imagine getting up in the middle of the night to pee and stumbling upon the fucking desiccated corpse he calls a navigator <laughs> yeah you know it's just like you know I mean I feel like up. that's hard to find at least 
You never know. Um, you never know. Listen, you, listen. If you're me and you get real turned around in the dark, and also at at, at other times too, <laughs> you 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 find some weird shit. Have I found somebody's like like surrogate grandma trapped in a tube? Like no, but <laughs> um um any other places where we notice the Jedi starting to fuck up <laughs> um i didn't see them starting to fuck up but i another area where i saw their more their flexibility was and this is you know it was very intentional it was was his his monologue but like stellan talking about he has a passion for lightsaber history and ah uh, yes and, and tactics and shit ah uh, yes and like can he's he's called out on it. it's like i thought you didn't have passions uh, it's it's big. Are Jedi allowed to love? I thought that was forbidden. Um, Shut exposition. Up. Oh my god. Um, uh, but he, and he says like, we are allowed to have passions, but we are not allowed to end with our passions. Our passions need to be able to be set aside for the good of the Force. And to me, that's very similar to what Indira was saying about Bell's love for Loden. Like, I liked it better. You when are allowed she said to love. It. Say again. I liked it better when she said it. He was just weird. Yeah. He's, he he really enjoys hearing himself talk. I yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell by how long that paragraph was. <laughs> and the how reporter. many times the reporter was like, he likes to hear himself talk. Honestly, yeah. I like this reporter because she's like, this motherfucker is so fucking full of himself. I don't want to look at him. And I'm like, same girl. <laughs> <clears throat> But yeah, so that I think is another example that goes along with one that we read in the first wave of High Republic stuff we talked about when we read the High Republic Adventures comic by Daniel Jose Older, when they they had the the conundrum of what do they do with Zine, because Zine is force sensitive and they she's also too old to be a Padawan, as famously. Uh and Instead of being like, well, get fucked, I guess, as Yeet. was basically the implication with Anakin before <laughs> Qui-Gon decided to <clears throat> force Obi-Wan into a deathbed vow. Frankly, uh, they should have, if they had blasted 10-year-old Anakin out of, out of the airlock, no, nothing would have we'd been be, lost. I we'd prevented be World off. War II. Uh, I killed baby Hitler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Bowl cut really baby Hitler. only positives from that. You it's know? so true. So true. <laughs> Yeet ba- baby bull cut Hitler out the airlock. Listen, this presidential election is going to be a fucking farce as usual, but I really hope we get more fucking comedy gold like we used to get in those Republican debates. <laughs> Please clap. Um, but anyway. I say that every goddamn day of my life. <laughs> Please clap. Just, just the best. Honestly, it feels like Stellan saying that in his head every time he talks. Oh my god! It's like, please clap. Oh my god! Not, um, not with that same like dejected. No, no, it's big energy. like it's big like He's... Kenneth Branagh energy. Like I feel like Stellan Geos is <laughs> Kenneth Branagh with a beard. That's yeah. how I'm Kenneth reading Branagh him. With a thanks. <laughs> I, I um, believe that. But yeah, and so like we see in that situation where like they're not sure what to do with zine is they're like we can't train you but also like come hang out see what you pick up like you seem chill everybody seems to like you you don't ruin the vibes <laughs> and so that again i think shows their flexibility of like all right you're not technically a padawan but like if you were to sneak into the lessons you're not not a padawan she can hang <laughs> yeah so and then again that's in stark contrast to what we see from the same little green goblin 200 years later oh my word <laughs> also shout out to cameo of uh Terra Sanube, master grandpa from the clone wars this man is this cane and he winds up being fucking preserved in whatever the fuck in the, at the bottom of Fortress Inquisitorius as we find out in uh, Kenobi so that's yeah, all good that's a bad way to go that's a terrible way to go um, I want to know if he's alive in there oh man that's... just to get us completely off topic that's dark great man. question I just remember that fucking castle is called Fortress Inquisitorius <laughs> uh huh 
That's that's peak Star, Star Wars, Wars though. Listen, <laughs> Anakin the most Star Wars thing I've heard in my life. But... Anakin named it. Yeah, heavy-handed, <laughs> not our Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking raccoon. All right. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. Um, thank you for joining us for episode one sixty-eight. Next episode, the nicest episode ever of the Book Wars Pod. <laughs> We're going to be continuing with the Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Uh, reading chapter 15 through 28. Uh, in the meantime, if you have the means, please first and foremost donate to the Prism Foundation. Second, if you want to make bad choices and support us, you can donate to the Tashi Station Radio Patreon it, or give us coffee. Sorry, I like have the hiccups. So this is really <laughs> difficult. Um, Blessings. You, you, or give us coffee at ko-fi.com slash bookwarspod. Uh, really helps us cover our hosting and production costs. Um, you, If you do donate to the Patreon, the $1 tier gets you into the Patreon Slack. $2 gets you access to our streaming. Uh, Kate has been streaming uh, Horizon Burning Shores. I've been streaming Jedi Survivor. Uh, we are uh, just tons of fun. So if you are <laughs> interested in that. Tons of fun. Lots of me failing at platforming and Chris falling off of falling, just falling into deep chasms. I mm-hmm. don't. There's a lot of chasms in Jedi Survivor. <laughs> the Empire. Uh, and in addition to covering our hosting and production costs, it also just helps us support the real MVPs of the pod. Argos, Jasper, Orca, Tony, Wedge Arftilles, Antifa, the newest members of the Book Wars Pod pet family. Yay! Wedge Arftilles. <laughs> so it gets it gets me every time. It's, it's, it's so good. We love a, we love a pun name. It's, so it's the best. Tifa's Tifa. My other dog is named after Tifa Lockhart, the Final Fantasy character. So her name is, of course, Tifa Barkhart. Oh, so. that's perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. That's lovely. Uh, all right. Well, our theme song is Whiz Bang by Poddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joby Terra Design. And our audio and production are done as of right now by oh, wow. our very own Ashton at Ash Jeffies on Twitter. Uh, I just have one more thing to add to yes. that. Yes. Go. The fucking air Amazing. There is no, there is no better, more characteristic place to end this episode than right there. For Ash, Miranda, Kate, Kristen, Rana, uh, I am Chris. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. The producer might have changed. The production did not.